Welcome to episode 2 of Dastai Rahi. I am Shubha Kankariya. So Dastai Rahi is a travel talk where you get to know about amazing places through wonderful stories of various travelers. So our today's guest is an HR professional and her goal is to fill her life canvas with different adventure. She believes that adventure comes to those who seek it and uh, hence when the opportunity of trekking in the Himalayas came in, she wasn't the one to be left behind. At the age of 50, she decided to venture out to the most famous winter trek of India, Kedar Kantha. She was all up for a four-day trek in crystal white snow and where temperatures might go as low as minus 8 degree. She proved that age is just a number and it is the mindset that drives people. So guys, without any further delay, let's get the inspiring woman on board, Dorina Sharma. Hi, Hello. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy you could come for this talk and it's, it's really great to have you. It's my pleasure too, to be on the show with you. Just to begin with the talk, I remember that uh, I was telling you about Kedar Kantha and you were among the first few ones who was all up for this trek. And to be very honest, I was also quite surprised by that. But um, did you have this uh, adventure streak since childhood or it was something you had cultivated over the years? If you remember your summer holidays back then, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. in school we would have the summer breaks. So yeah. uh, I would always be traveling uh, to my relative's place because those were the days when we, during the summer break, we traveled to our relative's place for a break. And yeah. uh, Jodhpur, I had many, many relatives staying over there. So Jodhpur was one of the places where I traveled very often. I also okay. traveled to Belgam, not very often, but yes, Jodhpur was one of the places. And when I traveled during my uh, summer breaks as a child, I felt that I loved these adventures. I loved to travel. Okay. There were times I remember when we were, uh, when we never got our reservations. Tickets weren't mm. available because everybody was traveling. So, right, cranes were all filled with people going here and there. Yes, and at that time, the new commute were not so many. Now you have flights and you have more of the trains. Earlier, it was very limited. There were no direct trains. You got to change at uh, stations, you know, maybe halt at a station overnight and then move on to the next day on the journey. Yeah. Uh, one of the incidents I remember is, you know, not having the reservation uh, for uh, my travel to Jodhpur. And uh-huh. my uncle, that is my boy's husband, with whom I was traveling, and he was taking me back to my aunt's place. So yeah. he, he put me in through the window and told me, go and open up the door for me to come inside. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the adventure. And today I feel why I didn't get scared. What if I wouldn't have reached the uh, door? What if the train yeah. would have started and I would have traveled along with the train? Right. At that moment, at that instance, those thoughts didn't come in my mind. Uh, I was also excited. I was also thrilled. Oh, I've got a, another goal. I got to do something like this. I've got to go and open the door so my uncle comes in. Uh, so it was like I thoroughly enjoyed doing all this stuff. I feel that, yes, right from my childhood, I had that liking for traveling. Right. And how about like your work also makes you travel here and there? So how how, how is that traveling like? So. My job gives me the opportunity to travel 
a lot especially uh, in the initial stages when uh, there was a takeover in the company uh, by a us company so i had to travel uh, very often to uh, most of the places so i so uh, whenever i had this international travels along any layover was there i did have the opportunity to take a short trip in between my layover if you ask me that if i have anything specific in traveling or if i'm inclined to only one kind of traveling uh, mm-hmm. no uh, i would say that you know i keep a very blank canvas and yeah. i like to uh, travel wherever i want to at that moment what is the opportunity that is coming in front of me i would like to see that i would like to be in the moment so it is not restricted okay uh, historical or some beaches or uh, trekking no uh, i would like yeah. to have the exposure of all kind of travels whatever makes me comfortable whatever gives me peace whatever makes me happy so yeah if you see i have traveled to lot many places and it will mm-hmm. vary from uh, the experiences that i have any experiences you would like to share like from the other travels my traveling has been like i've been to the us and mm-hmm. in the uh, in the us uh, i've traveled to new york to washington dc maryland is my uh, headquarters philadelphia then i've also traveled to miami okay uh-huh. a place of uh, beaches and i've also traveled to istanbul which wow. is a historical place you know totally right and right i've been to spiti godaikana so okay. then goa up to number of times okay with uh, i've lost count perhaps now yeah, how many times i have been there so i love that place uh, i've also done water rafting okay at well, kolar yeah yeah and uh, river crossing <laughs> my interest lies in doing varied things i do not like to restrict myself to one kind of thing like right. you, uh, you see um, miami would be full of beaches and nightlife and all that that was really fun i've also been in the travel in the uh, marshes in the boat that they have you know where they take you around the marshes that is there in everglade uh, garden yeah, yeah. and uh, istanbul two continents you get to see one junction right. the side of the road is another continent and the other side of the road is another continent right right and uh, what uh, i faced uh, during uh, any hitches if i came across while traveling one of the incidents that i would like to narrate here uh, i was traveling to maryland mm-hmm. and i wanted to carry something very indian you know for all my colleagues so besides yeah. the chudar kurtas and all that i was carrying i was wanting yeah. to give them bangles glass bangles that to that to the souvenir yes and i had yeah. to be very very careful while you know packing that that they don't break by the time i reach over there so uh, it was a packed in a separate box mm-hmm. and my layover was at abu dhabi so i had mm-hmm. a hold for around 4 uh, hours or so over there and then my connecting flight was to maryland so okay. i got pulled in the customs uh, room and uh, okay. they asked and they bought my box in front of me and they said does this belong to you and i was yes this belongs to me so i said what is there in it i said it's uh, gifts that i'm car- carrying for my friends 
for my colleagues and uh, they are uh, what are they they say the bangles so uh, they were like why are you carrying so we understand you're carrying bangles why are you carrying so many bangles but i have yeah. that many people whom i want to gift them and plus mm-hmm. this is something uh, that cannot be own one single a uh, bangle you cannot wear you know you have to wear in uh, sets of 12 or sets of 24 but then it was they aware be... of what a bangle was like were they aware of it they were not aware of it you know the lady who was questioning me was totally you know not and then she pointed out that you are not wearing something like that oh <laughs> so, so, so yeah. something very indian then you had to be wearing it so i i, yeah. I just explained to her since i'm traveling i did not want mm-hmm. to wear uh, those things yeah. but uh, still somewhat i felt you know she was not convinced because they were scared that maybe uh, uh, am i uh, going to do some business over there carrying so many mm-hmm. so their concern was you know when i was uh, doing some business going to start some business which you have to declare in your form when you uh, you know where when you travel in the immigration right. form you have to fill in those details so yeah. i was like it don't even cost uh, uh, more than 25 dollars or something you know the cost of this and yeah. I, by that point i come to a stage where i would say okay you keep the box over here i don't want to carry it i want i can give it to me or it's a hassle it has become such a big uh, you know but then uh, her colleague came over and i think he had read it and uh, or he saw some picture and something like that and he came and uh, said that okay uh, it is true what he is saying that they it is not worn as one and two they wear it you know uh, there were many of it and when you're gifting it that and the worth yeah. she is saying that it was the box was uh, really not more than 30 40 dollars then you know cost of it all so yeah. then they agreed i told them also that it's okay if it is left behind you know i can't carry it i'm fine not to carry it but then they yeah. allowed me and you know it was it had the big stamp of custom checked kind of a thing well, like <laughs> what a relief that would have been definitely it was a big relief you know and yeah. uh, when i went back and i told them that see what a prize possession this is that i brought for you all <laughs> so you were traveling alone oh. at that time yes yes i was traveling alone at that time okay so you had means couple of solo adventures as well yeah if uh, Oh, oh, another solo uh, adventure uh, if uh, uh, i had gone to california uh, mm-hmm. that uh, and i was in los uh, los angeles and i had my from los angeles i was traveling to washington dc uh, maryland back uh, back to my headquarters so um, i don't know somehow uh, i missed my flight uh, at la airport Uh, i was uh, in time but since it's a announcement pre airport and I somehow i missed my flight you know and i had a colleague back uh, he said uh, i called him up and i told him that i have missed my flight so you book me the room i'll be staying over and maybe uh, we can get book my flight tomorrow for tomorrow yeah so uh, he he said just go to the you know uh, office help desk over there and try to explain your situation i'll book the room there's no problem but yeah if they if they can get you to connecting uh, to another flight board you to another flight then you can you know 
travel uh, again. Otherwise, you can come back to the hotel. So I went to the help desk and I told a narrated story and I told them I've missed my flight. I need your help on so and so thing. So uh, she said that okay, fine. Uh, they gave me two three options. And uh, mm-hmm. all the options were okay by me because uh, they told me via Philadelphia they can send me or they can send me through Dallas. Since I was familiar with these airports, I was all okay. So by the time I could decide which airport uh, through which airport I would fly, uh, yeah. they said there was one more flight which was leaving uh, just now in five ten minutes. They said so you, uh, we can escort you and board you. Uh, you can go to that flight. You know, board in that flight. And. Yeah. Uh, I was in the hope of catching my connecting flight, which was at Chicago, and okay. uh, I thought I will get, uh, I'll be able to catch that flight uh, at my Chicago flight, and then I would reach uh, Baltimore, that's Maryland. So yeah. uh, I boarded the flight, and uh, I boarded the flight. I sat there, and the flight wouldn't start. <laughs> no, there was some again some glitch, so it, uh, it, oh. it it got delayed for some time, and because of that, I landed at Chicago. I missed my connecting flight. And oh, then again, a blunder. <laughs> it was night time, and I was like, I was traveling alone again. Uh, so uh, I didn't know what to do. And I ha- uh, happened to meet someone who was with me in the flight, and uh, an Indian. Uh, so okay. even he had missed his connecting flight because of the flight delay. So they said yeah. there is a help desk over here, and we can approach the help desk again, and you can tell where you needed to go, and I can tell where I needed to go, and then we can. Uh, see what happens next so uh, we uh, we told them i told them my problem and yeah. Uh, yeah what was surprising was they they had nearly 10 to 12 de- help desk to help people who have missed their flights that began so, place they that have that's like too much of help desk i would say that's true <laughs> that's very true that is 10 to 12 help desk just to help you out with all the people who have Uh, missed their flights. Chicago is one yeah. of the busiest uh, airport, right? So yeah, uh, there's uh, there's so much movement of people. Also, there is also the movement of people who have missed flights. So then uh, they gave me a stay at uh, Crown Plaza Hotel, and they mm-hmm. gave me some coupons uh, to have my meals and all that. And next day morning, they said you come to the airport again, and we'll see how and to you uh, know which flight to board you on again. Next day, I got my flight. Uh, my luggage and all that uh, had already reached Baltimore. So one of the things that I learned in my traveling was uh, always keep a spare of clothes in your laptop bag, and right. uh, and a small kit uh, for your uh, sanitary needs or whatever you know. So yeah. uh, you you're not strangled for like you're totally not lost. It can still salvage something. True, so, true. Because you didn't have your luggage and anything, and then exactly. you know, and you didn't know when you will be boarding the next flight. So that would have been yes. a problem in case yes. it would have been. Seems that you had like a couple of solo wild adventures. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Your canvas is definitely filled with a lot of them. I believe. Definitely. Moving on to trekking, um, you know, it said that uh, best view comes after the hardest climb. and yes. uh, but i would say that you know before the view and before that to start climbing is a big decision so yes. how did how did trekking happen to you i mean how you were introduced to this part of adventure i had a a very good friend who is a mentor to me also and she's an in indore her name is ava anand and 
older to me quite older to me it's quite senior to me she uh, the school that i was teaching at, at indore she was the principal and i was the first teacher so we had we shared a very good uh, rapport and a few years back that is when i had gone to indore for some work and i met her so she was talking about her adventures of trekking along with her husband where they were living a retired life and traveling trekking around you know so i was wow. quite fascinated with her journey with what she was trying to explain and so back of my mind it was okay if i come across uh, someone like uh, so in that uh, i was like okay i would also like to do something like this you know a different kind of an adventure and that's yeah. when i came back to pune and i was Uh, on official uh, this i met you shubha and you uh, uh, we met on a professional level where on a personal front you were taking care of these things also t- doing tracking and the, that's where we connect i thought of okay let me uh, go with shubha and try it out now i totally give entire credit to shubha from uh, starting my Thank tracking uh, uh, yes to you shubha i am i'm so glad to hear that <laughs> because trekking is something one needs to have a lot of trust with the people that you move around that's my personal feeling okay right uh, one one has to feel at ease with the people you are moving around you there are times when your life is at stake right, uh, right. you should feel comfortable you should feel at least i felt when i met you that okay this is the person whom i can trust This is the person who will not take me on the top and leave me over there and come down on the back. And, okay, for sure me. not. <laughs> for yeah. sure, the tracking part of my does entirely to you, Shubha. I I, I give that credit to you. I am so glad that you know I could be part of your inspiring journey in some way. It it feels really good to hear that. Yeah. So so how was your first trek ever like? You know, um, I remember like we started trekking and we did couple of treks in Sayadris first of all. But how was that experience like? Yeah. Before we did the Kedar Khan uh, trek, we I think we trekked for two to two and a half months prior to that. The very first trek. I really didn't have anything in mind how it's going to be, what is going to be. The Rajeshwar thing was the first one that we said, and I've noticed this. This happens with me with every time I start a trek. The initial mm-hmm. stage when I start, I feel nauseated, uh, and mm-hmm. after yeah, I I feel pukeish, I feel nauseated, and I need to take a breath and stop for some time, and then I'm fine totally after that. So. Uh, and this happens with me every time when i trek for some time so i do it after a very very long time maybe yeah. in continuation if it is done then it may not hit me but when we started for the first time that we started rajeshwar yes uh, at that point i i felt a little pukeish when we started but once uh, regained myself once once i was on hold of myself it was totally fine i really enjoyed it you know Uh, I enjoyed the scenic view that we had. It was a beautiful. It's a beautiful trek. Rajeshwar is a beautiful trek, and yes, I think we did. Yeah, I think we did only. Uh, we just climbed in the descent. Uh, we came by a vehicle, right? and so uh, yeah. I think that was comfort thing. That was the first. My first trek. Okay, once yeah. <laughs> we climbed up, okay, the descent. We came back by a vehicle, but I think if need be, uh, I was up to it. I could have. 
uh, walk down. The experience was totally new to me. I'd never done something like that. And that was the very first time I did. So, you know, our intention while doing that practice sessions was that, you know, fitness is something that goes hand in hand with a trek. And uh, if you're not fit, let it be any, any beautiful thing around you. You won't be enjoying that if you're not fit, if you're not feeling well. So from my experience of couple of Himalayan treks in the past, I knew that fitness is something which will make people enjoy. And that was all the intention behind having those practice sessions. Like I think we started two, three months just before, like yeah. we went in December, yeah. we started sometime we in August. So we, we had yeah. like three months something and we were going every weekend uh, at that time, like going on a right. Right. So right. that could, you know, up to a level that could prepare you for the Himalayan trek, which was coming coming ahead of course Kedar Kanta. So you know now coming to Kedar Kanta which is like the prime object of our talk. It was the second time when I went you with Kedar Kanta. It was my second time. But for the first time when I went, I felt as if I was walking on the sets of Narnia. Like it was pitch white <laughs> and beautiful. And you know, it was all all imagination. I, it didn't feel that it, as if it was real or something. Like how is Kedar Kanta in terms of natural beauty for you? Uh. Kedar Kanta, uh, I think it's uh, one of the most beautiful tracks of, even it's uh, ranking 10th, I suppose, in the Conde uh, Nast list. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the winter uh, trek, it comes in the number one, like, you know, everybody yeah, goes for, Kedar Kanta for winter trek, yeah. Yes, because of his, you uh, know, surreal beauty. It's so beautiful, like, words cannot justify that beauty it, it holds. For me, right. It was like, uh, is this heaven? What people say, <laughs> what people say, yeah. okay. uh, heaven is a beautiful place, a kind of a thing. So, you know, is this heaven? The track we started, uh, if we, uh, the base village is sunk. Your first uh, day itself, you are walking through a dense forest with all pine wood. It is so beautiful, so untouched. The first, uh, first day, it takes you to this place at uh, Juraka Talab. The first, you camp at that. Now, Juraka Talab is a very, very beautiful place. And it is two lakes frozen. I know from uh, from the group that people did walk on that. I walked for the first time on that frozen uh, lake and it was amazing. Like, you know, it felt as if a different kind of thrill we are having, you know, walking on a frozen lake. Imagine how Chadar would be, na? how the Chadar trek yeah. would be. If this is so beautiful. So, and we had our tents in the, at the banks of the Juraka Talab. The sky was so beautiful and you could literally see the stars shining like diamonds and we all were lying and from our tent we were watching okay let us see a shooting star each one wishing you know a shooting star yeah. to be seen and we did see uh, a lot many uh, shooting stars yeah so when you have the sky as a ceiling uh, with the stars being the diamond studded Imagine the scene for yourself, how beautiful it is. So that's what I said. It is lack of my vocabulary that I can't describe it, how beautiful it is. I feel we don't have, we'll never have those right words, you know, to describe them. It's, it's, that it's is too beautiful a place. Right. I think one needs to go there and see for themselves yes. how beautiful the place yes. is. For, for you to see that and understand that, you've got to experience it yourself.
Yeah, very true. You know, once the tree line also gets like behind you and it's all white snow and even on the summit I would say the peaks you see all around that has a different different beauty all together. I mean, we don't we really don't have words to describe them. And yes. even I mean I would say photos don't do justice what you yes. actually see from your eyes. We we talked about fitness. We talked about how important it is, and uh, but then in spite of uh, you know having good fitness, also there are times when uh, you you get to other challenges also. You know like weather yes. or maybe say temperatures. or maybe some yes. other mental challenge you know like if yes. i if i talk about myself specifically on this trek when we had went together so i remember that point when we were going to summit and just few meters we were away from summit and the weather changed and the snowfall started and everybody was very very excited about to see the snowfall and for in fact it was even my first time witnessing a snowfall but instead of being excited i was worried you know because yeah. i know it could have an impact on the hike we were doing to the summit so you know there was kind of a challenge like a mental challenge for me at that point of time so i'm sure there are such kind of challenges also like uh, for everyone it goes for in different ways for everyone how was your experience in that context we read jura ka talab uh, and then the next was the, the base camp from the base camp to the Uh, summit up to the base camp it was fine the day of the summit early morning i think we started at around 4 o'clock and that day the josh was so high that even if someone would have told okay you got to conquer everest we would have done that you know when we started <laughs> so uh, if anyone would have said okay we got to conquer everest the, uh, the josh was so high that we would have conquered uh, everest rose once you start uh, once you start climbing up it gets challenging challenging because uh, the trails are sometimes difficult to walk upon or mm-hmm. if there is uh, there has been snowfall the trails are not there you got to uh, pave your own uh, path or right yes plus uh, as you go higher and higher the oxygen level you know de- uh, decreases so right. the altitude uh, altitude sickness may hit you that challenge is also there at times yeah. the climb is so steep it is very very challenging to to cross that so the at least with me the initial enthusiasm of you know the josh being so high okay we can do this it did come down <laughs> like oh, mm-hmm. okay okay shubha didn't tell me i would have to ward in 3 feet snow uh, no she didn't tell me this <laughs> if, if i would have told you that you might not have come that maybe <laughs> like no shubha didn't tell me this that i'll have to my feet would sink so much into the snow and lifting another you uh, know it, it is it is tiring you got to experience it you know and understand it when you do it you know the challenge of lifting your feet from the ice and putting it you know, your foot forward how difficult that right. can be it appears to be very right. simple a step but it is a challenging step right. but i did not want to lose the focus of wanting to do what i came for i did not want to give up at any point like no i can't do it besides that i had very good people that was very important to me they all were very caring and taking care of me and ensuring yeah. that someone was with me all the time when i was walking slowly so 
that meant the other person had to step behind and be with me and walk slowly maybe the person could have reached faster than you know what i was uh, the steps that i was taking but right. ensuring that that is not what it is ensuring right. that right. Uh, uh, that he uh, pratik stood by me and ensured that you know stood by me yeah. and ensured that he would uh, uh, i would uh, make it to the top so not losing your mental the willingness to do it right is what you what you really that's what takes you to the top i feel so right very true will power is something that is that can take you to mountains as it is said so it, it did take you to mount but how was uh, how was your experience staying in a tent i believe it was your first time staying in a tent that uh, uh, that we would be sleeping in tent where you got to you have nothing as the base the ice is the base of your your this sleeping bag yeah. right that was the yeah the ice is the then you pack yourself in a sleeping bag and then you just zip your tent that's it yeah. so now what happens is due to the body heat uh, the ice below you melts right and and it takes the form of your body or the shape of some part of the body which is more in contact with the ground <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but that's the fun part of it all uh, trekking is something about you know adaptability you got to adapt to the situation that you are in others you are not going to survive that's for sure if you're not yeah, adaptable yeah, you are not gonna you know you have to be adaptable to the circumstances that are uh, around you like one of the things nature's call is the most challenging <laughs> thing that is it is more difficult than climbing the summit it is a task in itself i mean just imagine uh, especially when you're sleeping and midnight you got to get up and uh, come out of your the sleeping bag and open up the tent uh, unzip the tent just remove your yeah. shoes or it's so cold minus 8 degrees centigrade ice around you and you got yeah. just got to the shoes have become very hard <laughs> literally imagine the shoelaces standing out <laughs> of the ice on it and means putting on those shoes itself is a european task and then yeah. you have to walk some uh, a distance away to just uh, attend to your nature's call so that indeed but it's fun too you know all these experiences teach you and make you relish the comforts that you have in life it's yeah. so nice to get, get up get off my bed and just walk into a bathroom it is it is a complete task you have to do and you know every time you sigh when you're going to that and you're like oh my god now i have to go again <laughs> so you know at any point of time i think second thoughts like ho raha hai nahi ho raha hai ho payega kya you know all that thoughts you get in your mind and especially considering it was your first time so how was that yeah. like honestly speaking i did not have any on this part that i second thoughts of not wanting to complete i was yeah. ready for anything it could it could have been i would not have completed the trek so i was mentally prepared what would the worst come scenario be i would not be at the yeah. summit right as yeah. the worst come worst scenario i would have not been on the top so in no way i was thinking on those lines uh, what if if it was what if then i would not be at the summit that's it that's the only thing that can go wrong nothing else beyond yeah. that at any point i didn't want to give up and as i told you since we had trekked for nearly 3 months prior to this trekking the people with whom i trekked a group that we have the trekking group 
we all were such good friends with one another i don't think so at any point if i wanted to give up they would give up wanting me to give up so you know this friend that was there with me was far more than the thought process of me not wanting to complete it i think that's yeah. that's also the part of the spirit of the trekking you know um yes. getting everyone together and you know making it possible for everyone to go in in all the ways possible true so uh, how was the feeling by the way when you actually reached summit when i reached the uh, summit i think most of our group people had already reached it was just a few of us i think two three of us who were behind and the last ones to reach reach at the top i was just quiet you know for some time just trying to token what is there being at the peak is totally different to when you are at the ground level there is a vast yeah. difference in that you know plus yeah. uh, honestly speaking when i reached the top the people with whom i was trekking were so happy that i reached they were all smiley faces i saw that madam has reached madam has reached she's come she's come up you know so yeah uh, the the pride in them that i saw or uh, someone uh, taking me along throughout the journey of the summit i was filled with gratitude gratitude of having so many people around me who really wanted me to do something which it's not impossible impossible but yeah to some extent people do not opt it for you know since right. i opted to do yes. it ensuring that i did it Right. ensuring that you know they ensured that i did it and at that point you also realize trekking is not about reaching the top trekking is the journey from the day you start till you reach to yeah. the top so it's not yeah. the destination giving you success it's the journey that is giving you the success very true like i would say golden words for trekking or in travel in general these are golden yeah. words i mean you know journey yeah. is important destination to hai but then journey is more important more important and definitely it is not a race there may be some people who will be ahead of you some people may be behind you but it's not a race right everyone so, goes on their own pace and own level so, and so, uh, you know yeah. reaching the top is all that matters at that point of time not the race yes. absolutely not the race. so yeah. so do it at your own pace do not you know uh, compare it with someone uh, else so ma'am we are almost i would say at the end of our talk and uh, you okay. know it said that travel makes priceless memories you know memories to cherish for times to come so what yes. are your fondest memories from this trek there are many things uh, you know the place the experience which really uh, i i can't put them in words and words will not justify it but if uh, i have to highlight there are two points that i would like to highlight one is that we celebrated pratik kumar's birthday at yeah. a height at a height of what was that 10500 feet a midnight you know birthday celebration at 10500 feet with proper cake cutting yeah so you know 
and pratik sleeping away to glory and where to go and wake him up pratik get up it's your birthday <laughs> <laughs> i know everybody was like we have to we, we don't need to sleep we have to wait yes. till trail and he was all in his sleep you know so that's a very nice memory everybody else is all you know uh, up and yeah. awake and sitting Oh, yeah. got to celebrate his birthday and Pratik sleeping away to glory. That he, I just think he was, you know, expecting something like this. So that was a yeah. really a present uh, surprise for him. But, I know the yeah. team staff plays a very important role, you yes. know, because yes. they 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 made sure that we get that cake over there and uh, even food wise, you know, you go on yeah. treks, the food is amazing. You you say and you'll get it, like you know, even noodles and things like pasta and all is available, which I would say is a luxury at that point of time. You know, it's not uh, something you you can easily get, but they ensure that people have a good time and they don't miss their favorite food. So kitchen staff. is is very very important part of trekking you know no matter what their role is indeed very important and it, it did come to my mind is that challenge more difficult than what we do you know we trek we climb up but yeah uh, i remember they gave us bed right from bed tea to milk yeah. at night you know and no meal was right. complete without a dessert so yeah. to what extent even to bake the cake for uh, for uh, or because of our request so right uh, Hats off to them. Yeah, so like you just open your zip of the tent, like, and you have that yeah. uh, chai or maybe you know hot water yeah, just yeah. waiting for you. That is yeah. indeed a luxury at this point of time. And we, I remember, we would hustle in that small tent. How I don't know, and twelve to thirteen people sitting in that one tent today. If I think, how did we manage to squeeze ourselves and eat the food and tell stories in those tent? You know, they're really small. Right. which uh, accommodate three people right when we are sleeping at night there were only three people sleeping yeah. at night but yeah. but when we sat for our meals or when we sat uh, for our gatherings we were 12 to 13 of us sitting in that tent and having a dinner and lunch also times uh, together yeah. that was and another thing that uh, i would like to say when i finished the summit the, the most touching uh, uh, this of my you know of this trek when we completed the summit and then we are descending the i still had my the this on right crampons crampons on on i still had yeah. you all removed and had many falls i didn't i didn't fall because of them i had that luxury of having my crampons and i did uh, uh, since because of them i was faster in descending than you know everyone so i moved uh, a little ahead and there was another group also trekking there were many groups uh, trekking So yeah, when we reached Sangri, uh, yeah. one of those uh, guys came and touched my feet, and he said, "Please give me your blessing that at your age I will be able to track you. <laughs> you are such an inspiration. I would love to track even at that age that you are in. So just give your blessings to me that I could, I should be able to do it." that was a wow. very touching incident for me and i think that says so much about how inspiring your journey was you know in total yes. i'm sure people around from other groups also were quite inspired to see you you know trekking uh, in you know all snow around and so yes. so low temperatures and everything yes. and yes. it's very exciting uh, in my um... in my school group that is a batch of 82 we are uh, 10 standard so we are 10 uh, standard group together Uh, so yeah. they were all uh, proud of me because we would be of this we are all of the same age 
So yeah. uh, one of them was very proudly telling uh, her son, like, look, she's my classmate and she's achieved so much and all uh, and uh, uh, read the article and all that. So her son just uh, yeah. asked uh, that, okay, is she your age? So uh, he said, obviously, we are schoolmates, we are 82 batch, 10 standard passed yeah. out. And then, yeah, she's my age. So look at what yeah. she's doing and what are you doing? So I told why did you go and tell your son? I mean, this this is so, so amazing to know. And, I, you know, all the time I had these visuals popping in my head of uh, different parts of our trek, which we did together, like when you were actually telling things and I, I had these visuals popping in my head, like, okay, huh, I know what, what she's talking about and all that. So yeah. thank you so much, ma'am. It was lovely speaking to you. We wish you so many more adventures and keep inspiring us the same way. It was really nice to have you it was my pleasure to shubha and i totally owe this to you this journey of mine to you and the team that we have thank you very much yeah. thank you everyone <laughs> thank you so much for joining and we will be back again with a wonderful traveler and so many stories so stay tuned and stay safe